All right, that's the show with Danny, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to That's the Show with Danny. To our old-time listeners, our new-time listeners, welcome. We're so excited to have you. If you're listening to this for the first time and you happen to come into the chat room thinking it was Keith and the girl, hey, maybe you'll find another show you like. You never know. This one. Yes, this one. And that is the voice of Mike Kaplan, famed comedian. Thank you for having me. I know it isn't, I haven't been officially introduced yet, but did you want me to do your singing intro? Oh, if you'd like to, sure. I don't like to impose on my guests, oh, but I, I love, love your voice. Love singing. Uh, and ha- what, are the, what is the words of the song again? Hey, all you assholes, come and listen to us. It's ah. the Keith and the Girl Show. Hey, all you assholes, come and listen to us. It's That's the Show with Danny. Yes, thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's the Show with Danny. Hello, Danny boys, Danny girls, and Danny all genders. What a wonderful show we have. I do regret to inform you that you are not to be known as the Danny Boys, Danny Girls, or Danny All Genders anymore. You are now to be called the Buccaneers. Oh. Uh, we're trying to make the Keith and the Girl Network more hip and cool and like fun, and that's what the kids are into these days, pirates. Kids so. are into pirates. Aye, aye, matey. They certainly are. I'm here with my guest, Mike Kaplan, famed comedian. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're not having deja vu because I didn't cut any of the beginning out, so if you already heard this and you thought, I already thought Mike was uh, introduced there. No, no. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Monday. It is. Monday, Monday. I was just on a bus, Mike. Oh, from yeah? Cambridge, Massachusetts, New York City. And let me tell you, you know, spending the weekend in Cambridge and coming back into New York, it's such a breath of hot garbage air. <laughs> it is a stark difference. Do you ever think about moving to Boston? I have thought about it. It, uh, it might be in the future. I the am- near future? The far future? I understand. That's for the direction of this show to decide, so <laughs> I, I be love- on your best behavior. I loved living in Boston. Mm-hmm. Yes, talk about that. Still about five minutes. Oh, sure. I'm just uh, kidding. I mean, but please I, talk about it. I am going up there this weekend to, ah, to for... perform at MIT. Really? Yes. At the show that Rosa books? I have no idea. Is I don't it think so. The Thirsty Ear Pub? It's not. She doesn't book that anymore. I don't okay. think. Well, so. then, or definitely. She hasn't in a while. Definitely. All right. Yes, the one that she books then. If Ask she doesn't an book one. <laughs> oh, excellent. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I forget. It came through my college booking agent, so I don't. I have all the details somewhere in a contract, in a folder. But I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to go up there uh, because I like. I have. I've been there a little while, and I have a lot of friends. And it's nice to walk along the Charles River. It's very nice. Esplanade, yeah. they say. Uh, do you know that that's the Is word? Is that like an anti-minority thing? It's not. When you say they that, uh, after a foreign that's word? It's not. Okay. Uh, it's an English word. It's 2016. We try to keep it fresh and current. I, 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 appreciate it. Pirate style. Uh, okay. You know pirates are very socially conscious. Ahoy. Uh, ehoy. Yes. <laughs> that's what the ehoy.com. Uh, it's where you can buy, it's pirate eBay. Yeah. You can buy your swords and copies of Michael Crichton's Pirate Latitudes. Uh, they only take doubloons though. Oh, that's right. And I do not have a good reputation at any of the currency changing stations anyway, in the country. That's why on a list. you should move to Boston. It's it, it's so nice. It really is. And I also don't want to let your brags escape in your last sentence. You said performing on a show that you don't even know about because you have a college agent. Brag number one. Brag num- number two. You have a lot of friends in Cambridge oh, right here and in Boston. Fair enough. So Just in the area in general. Well, I lived there for 12 years, and I made friends. Wow. And some of them are still there. What do you like more, Boston or this place? Uh, this New York or this like this studio? This, stu- this room we're in right here, if you had to live here for 12 years and never see daylight. Uh, I guess that I'd say Boston. It's a tough choice, though, isn't it? It is. I, li- choice. I like you. Well, I wouldn't be here. Oh, no. Just me here? Just Well, just you, but I would have a camera... Where I get on all the time where we can talk to each other. Oh, well. You can't turn it off. It would still be, that would be, would I get, I mean, would I have food? Would I have enough to live? 
it's up to you, man. Is it like the movie Room? Haven't seen it. No spoilers, please. Do they have enough food to live? Spoil that for me. Uh, I mean, definitely they do get food. Okay. Mm. So, I mean. That sounds sinister. Uh, mm. Mike, you know that this show, we have a monologue. Oh, yeah. Have we done it yet? We have not. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. I love the charm and vibe you bring to the show. And I just want to cut in real quick. Uh, you want to cut into your own I'm show? Into my own show. Uh, this just in. <laughs> I am in charge of everything. I'm an extreme professional, and I don't want even me to feel uh, like I'm steamrolling myself. I get it. Uh, you can feedback in if you're listening live at keithandthegirl.com slash feedback. And I have a scoop from Keith, who is the Keith of Keith and the Girl. Oh. For all-time listeners. Heard of him. Keith has a second dog. What? He, Keith has a second dog. Do you oh. want me to turn your headphones up? Uh, yeah, thank you. Just a little bit. But uh, so what's the what's the new dog's name? I have no idea. All I've gotten in from a feedback from Keith is that he has a second dog. The first dog's name is Hugsy Malone. What should we call this dog? That would be a fun segment for the show. Sure. Kissy my ball zone. I was also thinking Kissy. Mm-hmm. It goes along with Hugsy. If he names it Kissy, because I don't know the gender yet. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't either, because he thought Hugsy was a girl for the first yeah. X months of her life. If he names that thing Kissy, that's going to be uh, not a good look, mm-hmm. is my opinion on that. I understand. Uh, how about Thugsy? Thugsy would be good, and I'm assuming it's a littler dog, mm-hmm. or a similarly little dog as Hugsy. And yeah. I was thinking like a cool bat, like Killer, Thugsy is good. Yeah. Push Z. Oh, sure. Punch Z <laughs> Malone. When Push Punch Z, Z Malone. Punch Z. It's hard to say. It is kind of French. All right, let's move into the monologue. And now for first-time listeners, sorry for what you're about to hear. Uh, This is where I sort of read uh, some tweets and thoughts I've had throughout the week. Uh, It's not anything like a real... You know, late night monologue. I'm very. I know there's someone new in the chat listening, and I have all these expectations. Like, oh my god, this is like I have a blank slate for someone. I want to put on my best, but I also want to warn them. And that's not a good look. I'm caught in between extremes, and I just got. I just got to do it. I like your honesty. Thank you, Mike. That's the only thing I can bring to the table. If not humor, honesty. Let's see. Hey, uh, happy National Coming Out Day. We missed it, but uh, National Coming Out Day was last week. I just want to wish a very happy National Coming Out Day to all the married men I blew in Oklahoma. Oh, right. Surely, over the last five years, you found the courage in yourselves to come clean now, to your families. Now, is that uh, based on a true story? It is, yes. I told it on the Risk podcast. Oh, gotcha. So, How many were there? Enough? There's at least two. I told the story about one. There were at least two, but I'm sure there were others. There were two that I like knew of, for sure. Interesting. Did you talk about how you met them? Craigslist. I got gotcha. you. Craigslist. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. We did. It was not, it wasn't a meet cute. Mm-hmm. It was a meet and give me your meat. So <laughs> that's a fun one. I'm going to put that in my packet. You for got Ellen. it. <laughs> uh, let's see. I like improv, Mike. You know, I do. I'm an improv boy, but I also don't like improv sometimes. I guess you could say I'm yes androgynous. I do understand. What do you th- should Ro- I? What androgynous. You, that could be, <laughs> that could be Keith's dog name. Uh, Dog's yeah. name. Androgynous, yes, androgynous. Yes, androgynous Malone Malley. I like it. Dash Lavery. I think that Keith should do that. He really should. I hope he's listening. I think he is. He's feedbacking in. Uh, welcome, Keith, to the program, spiritually. Let's see. Hey, I saw that movie, Deepwater Horizon. Now, here's a little showbiz info, because I'm the most honest guy. I didn't see it yet. Oh, but that's the way the joke starts. But I have jokes as if I, I was not just on my way over here from Deepwater Horizon. So, and since mm-hmm. all you can offer is your honesty, honesty. This will not be funny. Yeah. I mean, go on. <laughs> but I like the honesty that you, you couldn't even for one, that's the way I like to do pranks is if you say mm-hmm. a thing that's not true, don't let anybody think that it could be true no for time. more than half a second. You, it's, it's really a way to like fuck with the synapses because you, you're firing on different sides of the brain, I'm sure. Rosa can explain more about that. But anyway, I saw that movie Deepwater Horizon. 
really puts the BP in Best Picture. That oh, thing it's a real slick flick. Ah, if you catch my drift, I now know what you know. For a little while, it's a vast gulf between that film and other films. For a little while, between before you started uh, giving me context uh-huh. clues, but I'm a, I'm a very helpful comedian. Uh, I I. The movie that I was thinking of was the one where uh, Blake Lively is surrounded by sharks. The Shallows. Yeah. Didn't see that one. No, so it was the very opposite. Deep Water, The Shallows. Mm-hmm. It makes sense why my brain did it. It did, and I love your brain, Mike. Thanks. Let's talk about that. Thanks for your... Have yeah. you ever wondered why your brain is the way it is? Was it like that from the start, or was it nurture versus nature? Uh, the answer to the question of have I thought about it is mostly no, except when people ask me to think mm. about it. But How often is that? I mean... Well, now and uh, a couple times, but here's a story from, I might've told you this story, but from when I was about 12, I was in seventh grade in a math class and, uh, algebra one, uh, I think it was algebra probably wow, some, something cheaper. related. I, uh, maybe it was right, pre-algebra. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I think I took algebra in eighth grade. Okay. Um, but, uh, I was draw. We were like it, there was a break or something, and I was just drawing on graph paper, and I was using mm. a ruler to make sort of like you know draw from one line, and then making like a kaleidoscope kind of oh prefractal uh, effect. Yeah, it looked really cool, and like some people were gathered around me, and they were like, "Ooh, this is uh, this looks." I don't know why it was like it wasn't the most mm-hmm. exciting thing. This looks like a smart person could yeah. have made it, <laughs> and I want to know them. And then this kid Jesse was like, "Yeah, but there's no point." And then at that moment, I got up and I was like, I do need to sharpen my pencil. And then it got a really big laugh. Mm. And I I like, I just, it, you know, I can't, I can't take credit Mm -hmm. for it, even though it was me that said it. I like, I literally don't remember the, I just remember that it happened, you know? Why can't you take credit for it? I mean, I can, I was, but it just felt like the universe was using me as a conduit, you know, to be the, you know. That's Jesse talk. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it. That was probably, that's like when people ask me like the first time that I did a thing that was like, I, I definitely said it on purpose and it made people laugh. And that's like the first joke I remember ever telling. That's cool. Like that. I can't wait to have that memory for myself. Oh yeah. It'll be really great. It'll be a good day. Let's see the final Maybe it was that one. Yeah, it could have been. I doubt it. I think it I think it's still be. out there. I'll find it one day. <laughs> I'll lose my being funny virginity. Uh, let's see. Hey Mike, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk these days about feminism and not feminism. Oh, yeah. I'm staunchly feminist. I understand. In fact, I think that cum is really the only good thing a man has ever produced because there's a pretty good chance it'll turn into a woman. I like it. Other than that, useless. I think I liked it uh, on Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry to ruin this experience for you. (laughs) (laughs) Running bits on you. Well, you did already announce to everyone that that is what you were doing. That's true. And that's, I can't get caught in my own web of lies. Not a bit. Only your own web of truth. Mm -hmm. All right. I'd like to introduce my guests. Now, you may think I already did this twice, but it's on my paper down here and I have to follow the paper. I get it. Mike Kaplan, famed comedian, is in the studio with us today. How are you, Mike? Oh, great. Even more famed now. People have heard of me Mm -hmm. three times as many. Mm -hmm. Times <laughs> as before. If your they cloud hadn't. score is on the rise, my friend. Absolutely. What's your cloud score? Do you know? Uh, I feel like I checked it several years ago, mm-hmm. and it was like seventy or eighty. Ooh, is that, is that good? That's pretty good. I think. I think I was like. I in think the it 60s. was in the seventies. Yeah. Any clout perks? I am every once in a while. I think I got an email that's like, "Hey, you got a thing mm. from clout," uh, and I I know nothing about. Is that is it still a website? I don't know. I, I think I've checked it about as recently as you have. But I do remember I got two clout perks. I got a $5 McDonald's gift card. Oh. Very useful. And like hangover, like hangover pills. For real? Like real pills? Yeah, I never tried them because I was not as much of a drinker back then. Mm. I was 11. But. Is that true? 
No, it wasn't oh, true. I was okay. like 22. I get it. Uh, 11 times 2. It's like 11. It is. The same number twice. That's She's going to be in the new Stranger Things. Uh, 22. I understand what you're Her saying. Her twin sister. Good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder if they were... Oh, you weren't laughing? You're just clean. You're just you're falling asleep. I've been tricked by that so many times. Ugh, I have a scoop. I have a scoop, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, yeah? We have a dog's name. Keith did not take any of our advice. Do you want to guess before I read it? Because I really need a sip of water. Uh, yes. I will. Can you tell me how many syllables the dog's name is? Three. Three. And is it one word or two? Two. Two words. So is the last name Malone? No. Okay. So it's a different <laughs> mother, different family. Apparently. Okay. Have you taken your sip of water? I have, yes. Uh, is it? Need okay. a new one soon, though. Well, Sam Malone is from Cheers. So the first name is Diane, and the last name is uh, Keith. Wow. Diane Keith. Wow. You're close. Did I get it? It's Diane Keithton. That can't be right. I know. It's Casey Jones. Oh, so like to rhyme with Malone, kind of? Or like... I know he saw the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie recently, I think. And Casey Jones is in that one. So, so he just named it mind. after a Ninja know. Turtles character. I don't I don't know. Hmm. Go with like Michelangelo or like <laughs> Krang or something. Krang. Krang. Never got into the Ninja Turtles. Do you know, here's the thing that I learned recently that it okay. seems like I quote unquote should have or at least could have known years ago. Do you know that according to like, you know, the it's it's on Wikipedia. It's in all of the lore. This is like as true as anything about fiction gets. It's in the canon. Yes, I mean it's sort of unofficial uh. for the very reason that I'm uh, about to share this. That the Ninja Turtles, like obviously they were created by an independent uh, comic book company outside of the Marvel universe, but mm. the accident. The, the acid that turned them into the turtles is meant to be the same acid that blinded Daredevil when he pushed really? the the person out of the way when this, this truck had an accident. I thought it was his dad. Uh, I don't think he saved his dad. Oh, that's right. His dad was there. Yeah, his dad was around, but he, he saved the kid. He saved some old person, an old man, I think, and he got blinded. Then it all went into the sewer. And because I, I, I made a tweet that was like uh, something about noted, I noticed that uh, the ninjas that. The, Dare, uh, the Ninja Turtles fight are in the Foot Clan, mm -hmm. and Daredevil fights the, the Hand. hand yeah. And then somebody pointed out, and they're like, "Yeah." And Shredder, uh, sorry, that's they're the they were trained by Splinter, and Daredevil's trained by Stick. Huh. So that's all on purpose. Yes, I knew that. I didn't know the last part. I knew that the Foot and the Hand went along because I thought the Ninja Turtles was like initially sort of a parody. It, of yeah, it was. But then, so you can look in the. At the drawings in the comics and see that. Do like, I have to? You don't have okay. to. You can just. Okay. Uh, are we still in the monologue? No, the monologue's over, my friend. Oh, great. Casey We're, Jones. Casey Jones, the dog. That was our uh, segment, Dog Names. Mm -hmm. Check back here for all your latest in dog names. I'd like to move us into bro time now, Mike. Of I course. do. I did put out a call on Twitter for questions for you, but no one got back to me. Fair enough. All the questions I have to ask you are not allowed, according oh. to your writer. So I don't. I didn't make the rules. I seems like you did, but. It's funny that you mentioned earlier the unofficial canon, because I had a pretty negative experience with an unofficial canon this weekend. Go on. My girlfriend and I saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show oh, the, in theaters. The new one with... Uh, no. Oh. Laverne Cox. The Wait. So not with Laverne Cox. No. Hasn't aired yet. Oh, I gotcha. So the old one. The old one. The Tim regular Curry. one. Yes. yes. In well, theaters. Regular is a funny word for that. Yes, in theaters. Did uh, you dress up? I did not. Uh, we were, we maybe, we were thinking of it. Rose is a big fan, but it was too much work. And I didn't want to. So mm -hmm. I was happy, but she thought it was too much work. Fair enough. But I was really excited for this. I was really pumped. She, uh, big fan. It, what it was is there's this Boston, is like a local theater troupe, but Tesseract players. 
and they were screening the movie and also acting it out on stage. And I was really pumped. Uh, I knew this was a phenomenon. I knew that like there was a lot of audience participation going back and forth. You'd and never was, been in an audience live. N- never. Yeah. You for, had for seen anything. It. I only watch yeah. things on Netflix. I understand. So this was a pretty insane experience for me. You from had the get-go. you had seen the movie though. Had not. Okay, Complete Virgin. Very first. And so newcomers like me, what they do is they get a big. Have you seen the film or been to a screening of it? Long time ago. So if you're a new time, I think to a screening, but also to see the movie as I was, they they on your forehead they get lipstick and they write a big V mm-hmm. for Virgin. That sounds right. And they give you a red balloon and they say inflate it when you're instructed to, and they say to the people around you, you know, you know, you'll you'll know when they need to inflate it. Sure. And they also announced it, so I don't know why they needed that fail safe. You'll know, cause we'll say. But I was really excited, you know. This is uh, you're a part of it. I'm a part of it. I was pumped, you know. The balloon was pumped? The balloon was not pumped because I was not, not yet. supposed to right, yet. Right, right, right. We right. get inside the theater. I see Viola Chick from the forums, from mm-hmm. the Keith and the Girl forums. Very that nice. was really fun. Cool. Uh, big surprise. Everyone's looking at me at my like lipstick V, and they're like, oh, he has no idea what he's in for. Like, sure. It's going to be a real treat for him. And I'm like, great. This is so great. I couldn't be more excited for this. And then we get inside the, like, we get to our seats. And it actually. <clears throat> Okay, so I ruined the dramatic pause because there is one more note before it goes back. Fair enough. So there's a guy sitting in front of us, and he's very excited. And he's like, I've seen the movie 500 times. That's a lot. I'm going to be shouting out a lot during I, the film. That's a lot. And I'm like, cool. I want that. Like, I know that that's what this entails. Part of the thing. Yeah, I wish you'd said a longer sentence. Part of <laughs> the thing. Thank you. And I'm like, perfect. This is going to be exactly what I want. And then I knock over my cup of Coke. Oh, no. A full cup of Coke. Onto the guy. Onto the floor. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I feel like I'm, you know, hate this. And then about five minutes later, there's a couple sitting in front of us next to this guy who's seen the movie 500 times. And they're like, did, did you like knock a soda over? It got all over my boyfriend's jacket. Ooh. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I let Rosa deal with it. Uh-huh. I was like shrunken in my seat in terror. I, it immediately killed my vibe. I felt like such a bad person. If, Which you just made a mistake. I made a mistake, but then I'm like, and then like I make Rosa clean it i don't she didn't clean it up but like i make her like figuratively clean up my error and they were like not assholes about it right they just didn't want a soda covered jacket but i felt like a piece of also we saw rose rose's friend we met up there uh, it was a nice surprise and she sat with us and she was like look if they didn't want that you just taught them a valuable lesson if they don't want their shit ruined don't put it on the floor but she was and it was very nice of her she was trying to reassure me sure but she was saying it loudly okay and i was like not wanting to respond because i'm just staring at this guy who i just like fucked up his jacket is the movie happening at this point the movie hasn't happened okay. so what it is is at 11:30 they're going to do this pre-show thing that the players have put together and then at midnight they're going to screen the movie got it but they were like way late got it, it. the like intro thing didn't start till midnight and it was cute, but it was like half an hour long, and it's already you're already half an hour late, and it was very self-indulgent. Uh, I get that you want to show the thing you worked hard on, but sure. by the end of it, I was definitely like, all right, Jesus Christ, Like, we get it that you guys are cute and quirky and have very poor production values. You did get it. I totally got it. Whatever they were trying to put across, I understood it. So then it's 1230. The movie's about to start. Everyone's pumped. There's, a, there's an air of energy in the theater. I'm very stressed out from the soda experience, and I'm starting to get nervous. And they say, you know, everyone stand up and eventually they have people sit down based on how many times they've seen the movie until it's only the virgin standing up. You know what a virgin is, Mike? I mean, I know in the context of... It's all I needed from you, thanks. Fair enough. My mouth is very dry today. You got it. And until all the virgins are standing up and they say, okay, take out your balloon and now's the time to inflate it. And everyone's blowing up their balloon and I could only get this thing like halfway inflated. It was like... I get it. 
yes, I have a very small penis. And I was using it to blow up the balloon. I almost got kicked out of the theater. That makes for doing sense. That. But I figured, like, I'm not in a crowd of a bunch of, like, professional balloon blowers. I'm sure there are going to be plenty of other people who couldn't blow their balloon up all the way. Nope. Everyone did a great job blowing up their balloon. It was professional. My balloon was yeah. probably three times as small as everyone. Not three. It was probably half as small, half as big, rather, as I, everyone else's. I get you. And I'm hiding it because I don't want the, like, boisterous announcer to be like, oh, I see we have someone with a small, you know. Look I'm, at Tiny Ball. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so then you pop it with the person next to you. And I just, like, clawed it apart because I was like, this isn't going to pop because you're supposed to, like, you know, hug it to the person next to you. Oh, I see. Or something. I don't know. You're supposed to pop it. Some people hugged it. But I just clawed it with my nails. And Rosa helped. She's very, she's very kind to me. She's Wants the to real for my mistakes. hero of this story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now we both took the water there. Mm -hmm. We'll work on our synergy. And so then everyone sits down, all the virgins sit down, and then everyone stands up and starts to dance to that song, Let's Do the Time Warp Again. I believe that song's called The Time Warp. Okay. I didn't know that. It might just be called Time Warp. Well, there's a dance to it that everyone fucking knew. Oh, yeah. And I didn't. It's. I think the lyrics of the song tell you how to do it, too. Probably, but... It's just a something was, to the left. Oh, was, yeah. I understand. You, you felt left out. Throw your hips. Everyone's calling out during it already. Yeah. Felt very left out. And it's in the Davis Square Theater. And have you been there? I have. You know how narrow it is with the seat. In front. There's not a lot of room to stand and dance and sit and stand and dance and sit. And they were doing that a lot. It was a lot of sit down, now stand back up and dance. And that's how the coat got knocked over. I get it. And I'm already on edge. And so I that's don't... not even your fault. No, I'm saying not from that, but the coke got knocked over earlier from me standing up to let someone buy and then sitting back down. Because they so. told you to. I get it. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit out the rest of the dancing. This is, I'm getting nothing out of this. Everyone else is enjoying themselves just fine. I sit out the dancing. That's fine. Then the movie starts and the guy in front of us immediately starts like screaming out back at the movie. Sure. Like. Non literally for the entire movie, he did without letting up for one second. He did tell you he was going to. Yes, and I thought that's what you do in Rocky Horror. But it wasn't what everyone else was doing. It was not what everyone else was doing. There were plenty of callouts, but it seemed like everyone knew the callouts they were supposed to say. Oh yeah, he knew them too. But he also had plenty of bonus callouts of his own that he like workshopped. Like they, he so he wasn't just saying lines of the movie. He was like responding. Responding, to it. like yeah. he'd say, he'd say, he'd like ask a question, and then the next line in the movie would be an answer. Ah, like you know. And that was a strange way for you. When to, are you gonna blow me tomorrow on screen? And sure. it's like, fine, you know, this is, this is what the thing is, right? Yes. Sh sure, he's the only one doing it. Literally every fucking line of dialogue in the movie, and then some, but fine, I, whatever. I get it. So he walks the couple next to us whose jacket I fucked up. They get up and walk out after like half an hour. Like they can't even. And sure. he's like oblivious to this, mm -hmm. I assume. I it mean, doesn't did. slow him down once. They didn't tell him. <laughs> no, they were there after he warned us. Yeah. Um, and also, like, very misogynist and homophobic callbacks, oh. even the ones people knew. A lot of like gay sex and like, oh, yeah. you know, she's a slut. It is an old movie. It is, but it's also like a, a, a quote unquote progressive movie, I think, unless none of that's ironic, in which case it's not at all a progressive movie. I think, I mean, I think that the community that uh, has embraced the movie like is a progressive audience. But I think that, you know, since whenever the movie came out in like the 60s, 75, 70, 75 uh, it's, you know. Back then, being progressive looked different than it does today, and so maybe some of the callbacks, callouts got sort of solidified sure. at a time 
you know. When it was, sure. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. But, but I understand what you're saying. It seemed like it was a lot of like white bro voices gleefully saying this. Like it was a safe mm. space for them to get away with like that kind of, which fine, whatever. I say dumb shit on this podcast all the time. I don't scream, slut. Don't know what you're talking about. Thank you, Mike. That was a test. Thank you. You passed with flying colors. <laughs> but this guy is just nonstop. He's ruined. I have no idea what's going on. I can't tell you what the plot of his movie is beyond bare bones. Mm-hmm. I like gave up following it after 15 minutes. And he's like just going and going. And like within half an hour, I was mouthing like, shut the fuck up, you asshole at him. Because mm. I would never confront him. Did Rosa have a similar experience? So Rosa you? did not. At the time, Rosa didn't seem like it was getting to her as much. And I was also not, you know, I wasn't visibly reacting to it. I was just kind of very not reacting to anything that was happening in the theater at all. She was probably like concerned with your well-being because she brought you to this thing that she has experienced before. Probably. Yeah. And she asked me a few times if like I needed to leave. And I was like, no, it's fine. But I did want to a little bit. It was it was very stressful. It was very like panic inducing is the wrong word because like that's not really... A yeah. scary thing, but it had me on edge for a hundred minutes or however long this movie is. Sure. Plus before when I spilled the Coke. It does sound like there was a lot to cause anxiety. Yes. So the movie ends and I ask Rosa and her friends like, was that guy obnoxious or is that like is that what it, it is? Yeah. And they're like, no, he was like the worst. He was totally obnoxious. It absolutely ruined it for Rosa. She did not have a good time. Um, and I felt bad that this fun thing that she had planned for us was sullied by white male mediocrity well let me tell you number one you should go see the movie sully and uh <laughs> I'm, also, ha- I'm, I'm half goose so yes, i understand my, my mother is a goose sincerely i think that you know uh this it does sound like a dark you know like a stain on a time it's you know you don't see rosa all the time it's sure it's nice to do a fun thing with her but this will also you know uh if you guys however long you guys stay together <laughs> this will now be like a common which i think i'm in sure you know desiring it to be a long time that you can always look back on this and you be like stake in this game you know like like oh like wow i you know you know Sometimes it was a fun night, yes, for sure. And traumatic things are memorable. Like, you know, you if somebody has a wedding and like some horrible thing happens, like it seems horrible at the moment, but then later, you know, years later, people are like, mm-hmm. oh wow, remember that thing? Like nobody's ever like talking about, hey, remember when that wedding just right. went off without a hitch? Sometimes I have I'm at a nice wedding, but Or no one's like no one brings up a memory from years in the past that made them feel shitty that's that insignificant and be like, man, I still feel really shitty about that. And it's ruining it even to bring it up. Or even so totally. yeah, like, uh, you know, if you if you bro- break an arm or something, you have a if you remember a broken bone, that you, have, you can remember like the pain that you felt, but you're not, you know, most of the time feeling that pain years and years later. Totally. And this is not the worst thing that could have happened to me. I'm glad that you feel that way. Yes, I'm. I'll check my privilege, Mike. <laughs> my privilege. Rose was writing in. I was concerned for Danny the whole time. It was the worst introduction for Danny. Yes, it was. But you guys Don't can watch it again. Yeah. yeah, sure. Or sure. also, there are other movies. Yeah, all I'm going to say is if Let's Do the Time Warp Again means see that movie in theaters again, I will absolutely not do the Time Warp again. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. But the night was not a total wash, Mike, because before that, chronologically earlier in the timeline. Go on. We went to a very fun event in what? Cambridge. It was a meeting of like Cambridge Democrats oh. for Hillary. Who? Clinton. Oh, okay. Chelsea's mom. I heard of her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She wrote the book. Strong Hard, together. Hard decisions. Uh, sure, sounds good. Would take the village. 
Yes, the audacity of hope. That's what it was. I believe it. Uh, and it was very nice. It was like a fun. It was not a fundraiser, but it was like to get people to sign up for the phone bank and to like go register voters in New Hampshire hmm. because Massachusetts pretty much a done deal. But New Hampshire is an undone. Deal. Not entirely a done deal, although five thirty eight has it at like you know twenty percent chance for Trump, which is. 20% overall or New Hampshire you're talking about? New Hampshire. Gotcha. Over, I mean, overall, I think it's close to that as well. I think that's what I saw. Yes. Do you, by the way, do you check 538 when you're feeling like low? You ever go to the Nowcast just I to give yourself a haven't thought nice about number it, boost? But I guess I, I mean, now I'm I'm pretty much, I'm on an even keel with, with the whole thing. Oh, yeah? I mean. How'd you get there? Uh, you know, just like. I mean, we're riding the waves of like it's seeming to go down the drain for the people that we want things to go down the drain for. It is for one person we want it to, but his supporters who have been galvanized are not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, so what? how does 538 calm me about that? Well, because the numbers look good for Trump, I mean. I'm just saying for it, it's a momentary, it's a moment of calm. I understand. So it's not the best medicine. Fair enough. That would be heroin. Make Heroin. you forget all about this. You're right. Uh, 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 Ray from Star Wars is my favorite heroine. Um, okay, I get it. So it was a very fun event. Rose and I were the youngest ones there by far. Hmm. We brought the average age of a room down probably by 10 years. Yeah. From 70 to 60. How many people were there? 40, maybe. Okay. 40 to 45. I get it. Um, comedian Jimmy Tingle. Do you oh, know him? He's a friend. Oh, cool. He did a set. He used to... Uh, so there was another. there's another theater in Davis Square that I think is not the same. You were in, was it like a many hundreds of seats, the theater yes, that you were in? it was a fancy looking So down the, down the street, there's a place that I forget there, there's a new name of it now, but it used to be called the Jimmy Tingle Theater. And oh. he, he owned a, a theater down the street that sat like maybe 250 people. It's where Josh Gondelman recorded his album oh. uh, and a few others uh, since then. And I used to host a comedy show in that, in that very... What was the show called? It was like college comedy night. College comedy night. Now they call that indie comedy night. I think so. Well, what's the name of a the theater now? Is this, it's not the Jimmy Tingle Theater anymore. No, no, it's he lost it's, his lease. It's changed its name a few times, and so I don't remember what the new one. Mm. Maybe it's called it's called like something like the Rockwell. It could be the Rockwell Theater. Mm. But uh, yeah, Jimmy Tingle, uh, very nice man, very funny man. Very nice man, very funny man. His set was, you know, it was not like a straight stand-up set. It was more like public speaking to old people with jokes thrown in. But he was, you know, not they're very not like political. frail elderly yeah. people. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. Uh, so he per he presented some sort of comedic. Yes, he had jokes. He had ha-has. He what I did like was his closer was about Donald Trump, and I didn't even notice this really until Rosa. Um, uh, Rosa, who's who's writing in, by the way, says, we tried to go to the speakeasy next to the theater Mike just described. Oh, yeah, it was very packed in there. Gotcha. Very packed speakeasy type place. I see. The uh, I'm trying to think of what the name of that place would be. Was it the Burren? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Who could say? I don't have a photographic memory. That's fair. Thank you. Uh, so we did a set. He And what he did, which I didn't even notice until Rosa mentioned it later, was instead of attacking Donald Trump's personality, he attacked his policy. Mm-hmm. Talking about how the wall is completely ineffective because most of the illegal immigrants who get here come on planes and overstay their visas, and a wall is not going to yes cover that. And it was cool. It was kind of refreshing. It was it was a it was a uh, you know it's it's easy to make fun of Trump's r- ridiculousness. I definitely don't. The thing that I like least when I see people making fun of him is making fun of his small hands. Like that mm. that doesn't resonate with me 
at like you know those jokes get just thrown in there into all you know in all kinds mm-hmm. of things like even on like people whose comedy I love like John Oliver will have some sure. small hand he jokes probably like, started that whole thing could be I mean and I I think it's he was Josh who started the small probably hand. Josh Gondelman I writes a, for yep last week tonight I just mean like there John are Oliver. so many legitimate you know horrendous things that he says and does and wants to do that are worth attacking that sometimes when, when you're attacking the size of his hands or sure you know it's like his orange skin it's like you're firing blanks buddy yeah you're wasting your bullets to yeah. use a metaphor that trump supporters will appreciate they will they like guns oh. but mike did you know do you know what they're making fun of with the hands uh, do you know what that really means i'm not positive so what it really means is, is he has small feet oh really mm-hmm. oh and you know what well, that, that means that makes sense he's not a clown but i thought he is a clown small brain wait a second so he's just a small man he's just a small a very short little guy yeah the hey. camera adds 10 feet for him check out this guy he's got small hands and all other body parts that are proportionally sized to each other mm-hmm. i get it yeah he should be president that guy Whew. <laughs> Uh, Sell I, me on Trump, Mike. I know you're a noted Trump supporter based on your defense of his hands. Well, What can you tell me that will make me go to the polls on November 28th and file a vote for Trump? I heard that he's uh, that the election's actually the 35th. The 35th, yeah. yeah. My friend Alec told me that. Yes. Um, I mean, here are the reasons to vote for Trump. If you are afri- if you're afraid, afraid and you want to keep being afraid... And you want to, you know, have that fear be the, you know, the central motivating factor of your life. Fear and I guess, you know, mostly fear of like, I mean, we all don't know the future, but this way, you know, essentially like. Nate Silver does. Yes. Hopefully. I mean, I guess just, yeah, the the idea that. uh, So is this two now? Yes. Are we still on one? Uh, I mean, it's all kind of, it all runs together. All right, Infinity. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, I mean, I guess that's the only thing. Like, if you're if you're afraid and want to keep being afraid forever, then vote Trump. Sounds good to me. I'm in. You oh, sold me. Damn it. So there was, speaking of Trump, a lot of people hated him at this place, including a man dressed as James Madison, an older fellow at huh. this party, dressed as James Madison, who goes around Cambridge registering people to vote. And he showed up in character to this event. Not really a good job of staying in character, though, because I kept trying to talk to James Madison, mm-hmm. and he was not really yes-handing me very well. Uh, I tried to explain to him what email was, and I was trying to ask him what it was like now compared to back then, and he didn't really, he didn't really give me anything. Sounds like you had a fun time. I had a great time. He did. He overstayed his welcome. He was just, he was like, cor- he cornered Rosa and I mm-hmm. for like 20, not cor- cornered is a more predatory term. Tri-cornered, I mean. like a hat. <laughs> Yes, and he said, that's the kind of hat I have, and look at my makeup and powdered wig. But like for 20 minutes, just talking to Rosa and I, very intense guy, he's definitely a starer, mm. will look you right in the eyes, um, and I was getting uncomfortable, un- and yeah. I died at the end. I was getting Sounds uncomfortable like- by the end, and then I choked on my own lack of spit in my mouth. <laughs> uh, well, I'll say Stuff a few to things. do. While you're taking a drink of water, let me ask you, is this still bro time? Yes, it is. Are you, I'm sorry. Oh no, I just wanted to make sure. Hopefully, I'm, our new listener isn't. I feel <laughs> I feel broy. Yeah. You ever call Rosa Broza? I, I surely must have. Mm-hmm. I surely must have. By the way, Rosa's getting very good at the puns. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad for her and you. If and that's you. what you want. I, I don't have a. I don't have skin in the what game. What I'm trying to say yeah. is why you've been spending so much time with Rosa, Mike. Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm I'm I will be guy. on Saturday. 
if she's around. She, uh, no, she'll be in New York. Oh, well. She will be in New York. Then so. I won't Sorry on to Saturday. You. And just to continue the trend of jumping all around in time, here's something that happened even before the Democrat Party, which happened even before Rocky Horror. This was while I was walking to the bus stop Thursday, eve- Thursday night, really, to take the bus From to Cambridge. New York. From New York to Cambridge. Yeah. I was at 34th and 8th, and the mega bus stop is 34th and 12th. Sure. And I, there was an old woman in a wheelchair at the intersection who asked her if I would push her across. And I oh. was like, sure. Like, I felt goofy. Yep. But that's what you do. What are you going to do? Exactly. Not push a lady in a wheelchair. Exactly. You're not going to do that. So we get to the intersection, and you know the ramp thing to take the wheelchair up? There is a big cone and a puddle of water sort mm. of blocking our way. And I'm like, uh-oh. That's trouble. This is an obstacle yeah. already. So instinctively, I like push... I, I like push her back with my knee to try to give her leverage, but she's immediately like, I have a spinal condition. Please don't push the back of my wheelchair. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, it's fine. That, you know, that's your instinct. I understand, but just please don't do it again. So we got her across. Great. And then she's going and she's like, you know, I'm just going to the bus stop up here. And I'm like, I'm going all the way down the water. I'll take you wherever you need to go. And we're talking. It turns out she was just in the hospital for she she lived above the Pentagon on 9-11. And ever since has had some form of cancer. Wow. From that. And she was uh, getting treatment for it. Above the Pentagon? Above the Pentagon. I didn't know there was above the Pentagon. I don't know either. I was also I was really focused on not hurting her again. Like uh, she was talking and I was doing a pretty like fact checking. No. I was mostly like, oh cool. Mm -hmm." You mean like north of the Pentagon? (laughs) I pulled out my phone. I was like, drop a pin where you were. Pentagon. And so then it dawns on me that she's here from out of town. Mm. And the bus stop that I thought was just like a stop. For the city bus. She wants to go to the mega bus. She's going as well, where I'm going. Or a bolt bus. Which or... is like a three quarter of a mile walk. Ooh. And I've got my heavy backpack and she's not the lightest of women. Sure. So maybe she didn't have cancer. And that's a bad thing. I, I didn't mean I didn't mean that. She could have cancer. She oh, she did have yeah, cancer. You understand. I believed her. Yes. And so I'm pushing her. You pushed her the whole way? Push her the whole way. Because what am I going to do? Was time an issue for you? No, no. I okay. was early. I'd stopped at Chipotle to get myself a burrito bowl for the bus. Oh, good. I was sitting alone, so it was not disrupting anyone. That's fair. Um, and I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'll push you. Fine. Uh, now, I don't know if you know your New York geography very well, Mike. Because you've been bit. locked in this room for the past 12 years. Yeah, I have. But there is a pretty steep incline on like 34th and 10th. Oh, I didn't know that. Very steep incline. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like stutter stepping down while like pulling on her wheelchair to like not let go of her right i was i was terror i I had this perfect clear image in my head of like accidentally letting go of her and just sending her like flying it's a steep busy intersection down down oh yeah down to like the light where she would if you you then get hit by cars yeah like i could have easily killed her yes and i was terrified of it happening like i could i had such a clear image of it in my head of like i'm so sorry officer i I don't know what happened. What if the next part, next line of the story is, and then I did let her go and she died. Yes, and so RIP her name. But her name. <laughs> can't ask her now. No. Uh, but no. that's not what happened. No, it's not what happened. We made it fine, and it, you know the, the road evens out pretty much after that. And I'm pushing her, and we're by some loud construction, and now she's shouting. And so maybe she was saying this earlier, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Or maybe now that she's shouting, I can hear it more. But I very clearly hear the words, radical Islamic terror is a very real problem for the United States. Oh, good. And they will strike again. That was pretty much my thought. Like, Woo. oh, boy. <laughs> on the one hand, if I lived above the Pentagon on 9-11 and have, for the last 15 years, been dealing with some form of cancer and I'm sure emotional trauma from it, yes. I would absolutely feel some sort of PSD, PTSD and PSD, which is 
pissy shitty dick. Mm-hmm. Which Pacific is, Standard Time. Which is one of Oh, D. Okay. Yes. Pissy shitty dick. Pacific it, Standard It time. has not been covered a lot by the lamestream media, but it's one of the main ailments of our first responders. They All the ash mixes in and they get pissy shitty dick. Even the women. I Wow. Uh, well, I don't have it's any... It's real fucked up what they did. I don't have any info to contradict that, so... Yeah. Nor would you, because there is none out there. I get it. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you know? What am I going to say? So what I do is I try to change the subject because my grandmother lives in Alexandria, Virginia, a suburb of D.C. So I'm like, oh, where, do you still live in D.C.? And she answers. But then there was like traffic I had to deal with. So I didn't listen to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took her to her bus and it was fine. Oh. She was very I tried waiting in line at her bus. I was like, oh, we'll get in line. She's like, no, no. Take me right up to this young man here. She, oh. like, she knew the score. Yeah. I was like, who's going to say no to her? She doesn't have to wait. So we got her in the bus, uh, you know, dropped her wheelchair off. By the bus. Not my problem anymore. No. Hoodlums could have taken it sure. if they wanted to. <laughs> taking it for a joyride down to the down to the water. And I felt like that was my good deed of the, of the decade. That I think I'm sounds good to me. I think I'm in the green for the next ten years at least because of that. And you get it pra- was a workout. You get more also for the treatment that you had to sit through at the Rocky Horror Picture Show as well. That's true. You're building up karma I'm, left and right. I'm good for years and years, baby. You might. I mean, depends. I don't it know like how the it works. Purge for me. You might have to. I mean, it might not even all come back to you this lifetime. You know, you might have to mm, wait. I don't think like that. That's oh, fair enough. It's all about this lifeline, or it's nothing. I get you. Uh, let's see, Mike, you got any plugs? It seems like the episode's over, but we still have a few more things to do. But one of the quirks of my show is I say the plug sort of in the middle of the show. That's fair. What would you like to plug, Mike Kaplan, famed uh, comedian? I'm all, well, you know, I'm so famed. Uh, so it's four times now. If people, uh, you know, go to my website, which is just myqkaplan.com, you'll find most of the, if you put that name, Mike Kaplan, into everywhere that you could on the internet, you can find my Netflix special, you can Mm. find my podcast on this very network. Our Netflix special. Uh, Our Netflix special, of course. You can get all of my slash our albums. Well, they're your albums, but the special is Small Dork and Dansom. Yes, I am. I'm the dork. Yes. This is a a crossover (laughs) joke from Mike's show. It is. Super Hang. Indeed. Which I'm also on, if you want to hear more of me. You can. You can hear Danny on almost every super hang, at mm-hmm. least that we've recorded recently, mm-hmm. uh, as my sometimes maybe co-host. And some of the hangs. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but And then, yeah, you can see my tour dates on my website as well. So it, cities that I'm coming to in the near future include places like Boston and Ooh. Dallas Ooh, and two different places. Denver. And uh, there's probably other ones. You ever been to Denver? I have been to Denver. I like Denver. Yeah, it's fun. I like seeing mountains in the distance. Mm. It's a very calming image to me. That makes sense. Because that's like the representation of my struggles here on Earth, mm. is that mountain in front of me. Do you know my uh, my way to calm yourself by thinking about mountains sometimes? What? Uh, a specific thing that you ever, you know, those globes that have like, uh, have the mountains like that bump out. You know, so you mm-hmm. can you yes, feel the yes. topography. Yes. And uh, do you know that if if you had the Earth shrunk down to that actual size of that globe, do you know how uh, how tall the mountains would actually be? How tall, Mike? Uh, Mount Everest would be less than paper thin. Wow. The, the Earth would be completely smooth seeming at that size. So I say I like to say mm-hmm. my I am the Earth, and my problems are mountains. They seem big. But they are actually not big. Hmm. They seem like that globe. That's really cool. 
I hate to break it to you though, Mount Everest is really in real life Mount Everest sized. It's not paper thin. Right, you but you can't shrink it down. But in real life, the Earth is also Earth sized. But you're not actually the Earth. I am the Earth. No, I feel like it's safest for me not to argue with that. That's so I'm going to let it lie. I mean, you can't argue with the Earth. No. Mother Nature, you don't want to get on her bad side. Mm. I've, I've heard in country songs, I'm sure. That's me. We will be on the same Green Out show, Mike, October 21st. I heard about it. At the Footlight. Yes. In Ridgewood. That's, you excited? Oh, yeah. It's the day before I go up to Boston. Oh. To hang out with Rosa. Nice and... <laughs> you guys can pine it up. Give me nice and pot hungover on your way up. I will. Uh, it's a fun show. I'll be hosting. Oh, yeah? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go on early so I can go home and then mm. get some rest and then get up to Boston the next Smart. day. But yeah, that's... But you're driving, so you can sort of determine. I, that's true. But I, I do still have to leave at a certain time. Mm. If you're a square, you do. I mean, to get there for the time that I'm contractually obligated to be there. Okay, more of this. You got contracts to do your shows. Okay. That's, uh, that's fine. Not, that's really cool. Not really sure. Uh, let's see. What else? I will also be on Dan Abraham's show, Stand Up, at NYC at Bunga's Den. Wow. That is two Saturdays from now. Great. Forget the actual date. Congratulations. The 29th? It's the 29th. It's the Saturday after the election. So Oh, that's that not. Would be... That's before the election. No, the election is the 28th. So oh, oh. we were thinking 32nd? I mean. No, it'll be probably the 11th, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, the 11th. That sounds right. This is a very professional show to our first-time tuners and ears. I think, Buccaneers. I think it'll be the 12th. Okay. If it's a Saturday. Sure. Why are you trying to blow up my spot on my show, man? November 12th. November 12th. Is a Saturday. Nine days before someone's birthday. Nope. 11 days before someone's birthday. Who's? This guy. Oh, I understand what November you're saying now. November 23rd. Uh, I'll be 25. Looked, looked like when you're holding it up, it looks like that it was 52. Yes, I'm a very old man. I have Benjamin Button disease. Got it. And we don't like when you call it disease. It's a more of a disorder. And you, also, yes. You were the one who did it. It was a, it was a test for me. Okay. I have a couple personalities fighting you for control of failed your own test. Yeah, it's the Kobayashi Dan Ryu. Um, <clears throat> that should have gotten more applause break I, from our in-studio audience. has been disconcertingly silent this whole show mm, and most of our shows. That's fair. The in-studio audience really needs to step their shit up in here. In, in, in their existence game. But that's not what we're here to debate about. Oh, what, is, what are we here to debate what about? What we are here to debate about is should people write nice comments about our episodes on keithandthegirl.com slash forums? I think... I'm going to take the yes position. I guess you'll take the no? Oh. Um, I think they should because it makes me feel good to read. Okay, well then, I say they shouldn't because they should put nice comments everywhere. Is that, uh, do I, do I win? By technicality, you do. Thank you. You are a master debater, Mike. I do it. Wait a second. Now I'd like to move on to recommendations. We're almost done with the show. Real okay. quick, I watched some good things this weekend, Mike. Some real, some important things and some entertaining things. Oh yeah, what'd you watch? I saw the movie Eye in the Sky. Oh. You seen that? I haven't. Alan Rickman, Helen Mirren. Jake Gyllenhaal? No, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Aaron Paul. Oh, okay. The other one. I forget. It's good. Oh, yeah? Uh, don't cool. let me tell you. It's got like a 92% on or Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Maybe but... I'll see it on a plane. Yeah, it was on demand. We got it at Rose's house. She fell asleep both times we tried to watch it. It does start slow, but it, it it's very tense, most of the movie. I accept what you're saying. Very current and very good. Also, we watched the movie 13th on Netflix, which is about the 13th Amendment, which... Mm. Oh, yeah, I heard that was ended good. Ended slavery, but didn't really end slavery. Gulp. We find out in this movie. Gulp. It is. It's a very important movie to watch. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, held off on watching it for a while after Rosa suggested it. Took a couple of days to warm up to it because it's not a pleasant thing. And that's selfish of me. But I'm glad I watched it. It's. You know what else isn't a pleasant thing? What's not? Slavery. That's true. 
and even more unpleasant correctional system in America. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So it's an important movie, really well done, but um, really, really unpleasant watch. Really makes you realize how bad America is and has been. Well, uh, for years. Should I make recommendations? Please do. I'll have one TV show, but also one an app that I started. Okay, save the app first because we might have the same TV show. Oh yeah, I don't think we will. Okay, but uh, there's a bunch of TV shows that I want to start watching that I mm. haven't yet. But the the app is actually reminded me. It's by Dan Ariely, who is a guy who's an author who I like a lot, who's written books that I, I recommend also called Predictably Irrational, The Honest Truth About Dishonesty, and uh, there's one other one, one or two other ones. But uh, he has an app called, I think, Fair Game, and mm-hmm. it's a, you, you answer, you, it asks you questions about like different aspects of like unfairness in our society. Mm. Like It's like, how, how, many, how many times more... How much how much more money do you think a CEO makes on average than the average worker than the like the lowest paid worker? Mm-hmm. And you're like, is it, you know, uh, one time? Is it five times, ten? You know, and you can go up to like a thousand or a whatever. A thousand. Do you know? And I actually got that was the one that I got closest to the actual answer. Do you want to know? Yeah. It's like three hundred three times as much. Uh, is what the CEO makes of a company. Very enlightening and encouraging. Uh, and then, and so they ask you how much it, it, how much do you think it is? How much do you think it should be? And so, like one of the one of the questions was, this is like a much, workbook. Uh, kind of. It's like how much more likely do you think it is for a black man in our society to be imprisoned than a white man? And uh, I guessed ten times, and I was uh, heartened to find out it was only six times. Yes, it's one in three white, one in three black men will go to prison while it's one in 17 white men, mm. which is unfortunate. We do have a caller. Let's see. Hello, caller. Oh. You're on the air. Uh, hi, guys. What an exciting show. Thank you. You brought up the film uh, 13th. Yes. Which I, I, I found uh, very important. I didn't understand. It reminded me of seeing uh, Nuremberg or a movie like that where mm. You, you realize why did why did dummies hate Jews and then why are dummies scared of uh, black people? It made me think of that. I liked it a lot. Is this? Uh, I wanted to ask you, Danny. Is the director Ava? Who Duvernay? is who is this? By the way, who are we speaking uh, this, to, uh, caller? This is Keith. This is oh, Keith. Keith from Keith and the Girl, owner yeah, of the yeah, new yeah. dog. Real quick yeah, question: but, When you said what an exciting show earlier, was that like passive aggressive or? N- no, I was I was listening to it. I, mm. I like it a lot. I think you guys are very fun and funny together, and during this point, very this is, informative. This Thanks, is Keith. this is code for him. I get it. Well, unfortunately, so do I. Thank you, Keith. It was directed I, by Ava DuVernay. I see that you have Wikipedia open. Say, was that was that the end of September? What's that? When was the? All right, that's enough of that. Oh, he likes to do this thing where he will pretend he's on Wikipedia. And he won't pretend he's on Wikipedia. He will be on Wikipedia and he'll pretend that he likes and knows facts about the same things I do. And he'll trick me into, <laughs> oh, it's hilarious, Mike. You should hear it every fucking week of your life. Uh, so sorry I hung up on you, Keith, but I've got the power now. I get it. What if he like shuts down the computer? That would be funny. Remotely. All funny. I also, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, do you want to hear funny? the name of the TV show that yes, I Yes, like? let's say ours at the same time. Okay. So three, we'll do one, three, two, two one, one West Brain Dead. I recommended Brain Dead to you. Did you? Yeah. Well, from the Good Wife people. Oh yeah. Yeah, you like yeah. Brain Dead. Oh yeah, I'm it's like so eight, good. Eight or nine episodes in. Oh cool. Yeah, I recommended it to Rose and she watched the whole thing. I'm only on episode seven. But. It's it's a weird thing. Like uh, yesterday or the day before, I had an actual interaction online with like uh-huh. a face at the time a Facebook friend who I since unfriended because I was like this person's not acting like my friend mm. because they were a comedian. Uh, that, eaten by worms. That was. I really, ants. I really was like going back and forth between watching 
this, you know, ridiculous show, which is great, Mm -hmm. but like it, you know, it's sort of feeding off of the same anxiety that was actually going on in this interaction. Like I'd posted, you know, a joke about Trump and he was like saying real things that were, you know, negative about Hillary and, Mm -hmm. and providing links. And I'm like, oh, these are also like, I'm not saying that Hillary is an unflawed, you know, perfect person or candidate or probably like who is and who could be. Uh, But I'm like, but you... I was like, but surely, and I was like, I thought we were on the same page. I was like, oh no. And I was like, I really had these thoughts that would, the only calming thoughts would be like, maybe this guy's brains are being eaten. Maybe Could be. I, I don't think that is, but it, it made me at least laugh to be like, well, this show is at least doing its job. Screw worms are back in the picture, which I only recognize <sighs> because of this show. But I happened to see a news article that was like, they found screw worms again or something. Uh, I didn't even know what a screw worm, screw worm was till this. So could be it. I the ugh. but yeah, I'm so glad you like brain. Oh Dead. yeah, it's super. It's wonderful. And Westworld's good. Westworld is excellent. Cool. Keith also liked Westworld. I'm sorry, I hung up on him. We could play Wikipedia Westworld. Mm. We don't have time today, unfortunately. But highly recommend Westworld. It is a treat. I'm also enjoying uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage is good. Only seen the first three eps, I think, but I like it. Six or seven is slow. Yeah. Those are slower shows. Those Netflix Marvel shows. Yeah, not very bingeable. It's it's interesting because it's like comic books I can read real fast, mm-hmm. but the shows they they Very really ponderous. yeah they're they're heavy. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, Mike, we only have one more segment to get to, and that's the quote of the week. Oh, do what? What do I have it? No, I have it. Okay. Um, now you probably don't know this, but Chris Hardwick mm-hmm. from Anertist has been for months now trying to sweeten me away to his network. I trying to lure me away. Definitely didn't know that. Um, then he ghosted on me. Oh, as soon as I put together a reel for him in a oh. test pilot, haven't mm-hmm. heard from him since. Real. E. But his uh, one of his conditions was every quote has to be from him now oh. on the show. Well, So this week's quote comes to us from Chris Hardwick. And Chris says, I had a personal blog, but why does anyone care that I went shopping for hats? And that was Chris Hatwick Hardwick. So thank you once again, Chris. Your words of wisdom keep us going. Uh, Mike, thank you for being on the show. I had such a fun time. Oh, I also did. Thank you very much. Thank and you. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that Chris had used Hatwick as his nickname. It, that was one of his notes. He's trying to make that a thing. Fair enough. I'm sorry to interrupt your closing, but uh, it's been a pleasure to be had. It's been a pleasure having you, Mike. And I also want to say thank you to Keith for calling. I'm sorry that we um, our connection was bad or something. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get that fixed before the next one. It's funny that you say the connection's bad when when you uh, the the call stopped existing. You said, "Ha ha, I have the power now." Something like that. Yeah, that was that was something different. Okay, I, I was that was about white power. Um, all I right. mean, uh, fair enough. Straight power? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not straight. Fair enough. I am by at That's best. That's true. <laughs> at best. At most, really. I'm at, bi. Yes. I couldn't... I couldn't For straightness, at most, mm-hmm. you are bi. Yes. And at least... I'm straight. You are gay. Oh. Hmm? hmm? I thought I was gay for a while. No. Huh. But I like the women, too, Mike. I get it. You're Thank allowed you. to. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Please keep doing it. <laughs> we are in sync and out of sync. Got it. Just like... Justin Timberlake. Have a nice day. I also want to thank everyone for writing in at keithnagirl.com slash feedback. Everyone who joined us in the chat, keithnagirl.com slash chat. Um, thank you to our new listener who just said, I enjoyed it. Is this a regular show? No, it's not. <laughs> Danny, so, what are you doing? Well, it's not a regular Keith and the Girl show. Oh. And it's not a regular format for my show. Usually it's not one-on-one. I understand, but... I'm trying to make it. There's but, not a, enough... But that's the show with Danny. Happens not every week? It happens every week. It happens every week. It's a regular show. That's true. Thank you. I like to think it's an... It's a show that happens... It's an happens, outstanding show. It's a regular show. 
And this is as good as time as any to announce our new format. I don't think there are enough comedy interview shows where you really get in the in-depth process about like what being a comedian's like. So that's what we're going to pivot to from now on because I really feel like that's an untapped vein in the market. So now, look forward to that, everyone. Oh, okay. That sounds... Well. Mike was my first guest. I'm sure you learned a lot about comedy, like you have contracts and college agents. I mean, it's true. I guess you are delivering what you promised. Mm-hmm. This is the backdoor pilot to <laughs> That's the Showbiz with Danny. <laughs> Ah, I like it. That's a good name. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show with Danny. Oh, do you want me to do it again? Uh, yeah. Hey, all you assholes, now stop mm-hmm. listening to us. That's the show with Danny. <laughs> Danny.